Welcome to Level Up, the podcast that's dedicated to the higher education community that brings you countless stories of employees, students, and the faculty's journey in this remote world we live in. We will explore the many adversity that each one of us experience and share our story to inspire and inform. This is your host, Dr. Leland, a serial educator, an opportunities designer, and a compassionate leader. Welcome, Level Up listeners. Today, I have the pleasure of having Mr. Joseph Gonzalez. Uh, Mr. Gonzalez, can you let us know on the Level Up listeners your background, where you started, how you started, um, anything that you'd like to share? Oh, basically, I start from my personal experience in life. From parents that migrated to this country, dad in 1955, and my mom in 1957, to be exact, from Cuba. Um, we were born in the United States. I was born in New Jersey, raised in Miami, Florida. We come from a background that they didn't have, they were never provided the formal education to basically get ahead in life. So at an early age, he taught me to be resilient and to never accept a no and to keep on pushing forward. You have abilities to go wherever you want, and it's up to you to decide your future. So going through the years, at my early age, I started going out. I started hanging around with the wrong crowd. I would get into my usually teen troubles, get out, get back in, get out, get back in. But I found a way. Eventually, I found a way, and I've gotten into corporate America for quite some time. And I've always learned how what not to do in order to learn what to do right. So it's basically what I use the term called reverse engineering. I learned early on what not to do in order to be able to do everything in the right way. So that brings it full circle to where I obviously I am today which I've overseen several organizations. I've been in several different levels of positions. Today, I've opened up my own business, which is called In The Game Group, which is a coaching and consulting firm. And I'm also what I consider myself a high energy speaker. So I've been coaching and consulting for quite some time. And that's exactly where I like. That's my space. That's where I like to thrive in. And the reason of, of coaching and consulting is to let to give people an understanding of their self-worth, to let them understand that they do have value and that nobody can take that value from them. The only way that they will not create their own value is if they let someone else dictate their values. So that's a basic idea of where I come from, how I come from, and where I'm at today in my space in life. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Now, what do you think is your purpose? My purpose in life is to change the world. I know that's a huge blanket statement or a huge statement, but if I break it down, what is changing the world to me? <clears throat> One kind gesture at a time. It's my passion. It's my compassion. It's my empathy. It's my heart. It's my soul. It's my mind. It's everything encompassed into understanding that we can be better. And I know that I've been put on this planet by the man upstairs to make change or to bring about change to as many people as I can however I go about it. And my platform of choice right now has been via LinkedIn. Because as we know, if we analyze LinkedIn, there's 800 million users, give or take. So where is my reach? Do I limit my reach? On the contrary. LinkedIn gives me the ability to reach people that I would have never reached before we have the modern technology. So now I even taken it more and I've upped and leveled up my game in order to get to as many people as I can, because my purpose in life 
is to give back. I use a term always that I call define your give. I define my give, which leads me to my why. My why is simple. I want to empower everybody to live a blessed, a happy, fulfilled life, to live a purpose-driven life. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter where we are in life, how we are, if we are, if we aren't, we're all still people. We're all human beings, and we're all in the same race, which is called the human race. And once we understand that concept, we can turn off our surroundings. We can turn off our different political agendas, our different religious beliefs. Just look at the person. Look at the person in front of you and tell me why I cannot be or we cannot be on equal or level playing field because you're one place or I'm another. On the contrary, that empowers me more to let them understand and have them understand how we view life and we can come to a common ground that we both can flourish, we both can grow, even though we have differing or different ideas or different ideologies. True. That actually goes to my next question is what does leadership mean to you when you think about a leader and you're also a leader in your space what does that mean to you well i'll tell you what concepts leadership nowadays has transitioned if i look at the old days when i first started um in corporate america leadership was similar in nature but it wasn't so much as far as it was more of a i'd say semi i'm the boss and everybody else is below me the way we look at leadership now now there's no um even though i do notice and i'm going to touch on this a little bit even though i do notice to a certain extent leadership is separated as far as gender to a certain extent but now it's starting to transition and we're no longer naming male or female ceos now we're just saying that's a ceo because now it's a it's a title that's being held by several people several different genders, several different races, several different. So now we can take away everything else and just put a title on that individual CEO. So a leader obviously has to encompass leaders, build leaders. If you have a leader that doesn't build leaders, then number one, they're not leaders. If you have a leader that has become his irrelevant in their space, meaning that they haven't taken the time to get to know their workforce, they haven't taken the time to let them, their people grow, develop, they're not empathetic, they don't listen, they don't really get to know anyone in their space, then that's becoming a relevant leader. And to me, they have to be replaced. And I've said this on several podcasts, they must be replaced. Modern leadership today has to be a people first relationship type of individual that understands that it's not only their work life harmony that counts, it's their people's work life harmony that counts as well. So they have to take that into consideration. Leadership now is going out on the on the ground floor and getting to know your people what are their concerns asking the right questions so that you can get the right answer from those people the janitor because when I'm, I'm going to give you the perfect example i was brought into an organization because they were having trouble with team building culture basically the same things that are going on now the great resignation everybody's taking off why because leadership is not doing what they're supposed to do so people are finding or going the best people are going to the best companies so i was brought in and I sat down with, I'd say, eight, eight, eight or nine individuals on their leadership team, and they asked questions, and I asked them one question. How many of you guys have, do you know the janitor's name? Nobody had the answer. I said, I understand. There's a lot going on in the organization, but how are you going to tell me that the janitor who cleans your building, who does everything here, 
you're not, you haven't taken the time to at least know his name or even talk to this individual. Do you even know what they're saying? Do you even know what they're going through in life? Do you know anything about these people? So what is that telling me? That they're separating their levels. To me, that's not cool. Because just because he's not a leader or she's not a leader, that doesn't mean that they are part of the big picture. For me, everybody's on a level playing field. We all have titles, responsibilities, compensation and positions. That's cool. But when I walk into an organization, I want to get to know each and every person because I want to be able to have a conversation with each and every person so that I can get to know what they're doing on a daily basis, how their personal life is. How do you feel? Are you good here? What can I do for you to help you out? How can I make your work-life balance or harmony a lot better? How, tell me what I need to do to make sure you're happy here where we're at. Hmm. So when I see leaders don't do that, to me, that's not a leader. That's a leader that needs to go because he's not worried about or she's not worried about their people. They're only worried about their title, position, and compensation. Yeah, that's I mean, true. That's well, that that I'm glad that you brought it up because you're right. Certain people do leave companies that don't appreciate them, that innovates right. constantly, right? right. Now, right. because when you're talking about buildings going into buildings, well, people nowadays, like myself, we're remote. I get to know my people through texting them every day without asking. Yeah. I'm just saying, hey, are you still alive? How's your day? You know, like... Yeah, so it's just simple as text, like even a meme or even a bit emoji, like, how's your morning? Happy Monday. And I think that's what attracted me to your Mondays or, you know, your daily is to, it's just even the meme itself. Just right. give you a good vibe. There's no ask. It's just saying hello, right? right? It's the right. concern of right. just being a friend. But a lot of leaders today, especially in education, that's where my space is, are more concerned of the students are not coming in. The international border are shut down. We are losing a lot of money. How do we market with, you know, competition? How do we? They're so busy about the numbers that they're forgetting that the people that they have right now is their foundation of why they're even in education. How do you talk to those leaders? Well, I ask them the same question. What's important to you? More students. Because, yeah, what? No, they, they say that. But, you know, after being in the industry for quite some time, I can see what's important to them. And then you hit it right on because I was going to ask you, they're only interested in funding. Mm -hmm. Because they want that. They're, they're so data driven that they forget about the people that are driving the data, which is their people. If they would pay, if they would, and, and you know, and I brought reverse engineering. Why don't you flip it upside down and start bringing in your people so that they can run your numbers the way that you want to see them? And that way you can control your funding. You're trying to control the funding by, by not paying attention to the individuals that are going to make your data look a lot better. So why won't you reverse engineer it and get on the ground and get on the floor and go see, hey, this is me. How can we make this better for you guys? Feel, empower them. Show them that you care. How can I not, Constance, I just met you, right? Yep. How can I not sit here and care for another person that is talking to me on the other line on this, on this call? How can I not? You're a human being just like me. Why can't that to me that is inhumane, that's unacceptable, and I have a hard time with it, and I've said it on various podcasts, I'm, I'm relentless to raise awareness to those that don't get treated equal and on the level playing field and they, they they don't get respected the way that they should because they don't have maybe a certain level of an education, 
different beliefs, different ideas, or they're not on the C-suite or the executive team. To me, that's unacceptable because it doesn't matter to me. The bottom line is affected by the bottom line. Who are the bottom line? Your workforce. Without them, there's no company. <laughs> bottom line. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Boom, that's it. So mm-hmm. how are you going to tell me you're really in 150, 200 million bucks a year and you're not going to know your people? How relevant is that person? Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you talk about that because it's been a running joke forever, right? Why is education yeah. industry, and I'm still boggling by that because I'm in it, why do teachers get paid so little, but we're creating future. We're creating people to think beyond, well, we're hoping all teachers are creating beyond what's, you know, ABC for the test. Critical thinking, creative thinking, writing, speech, communicate. I mean, you name it, right? But we're right. getting paid literally, okay, this is a running joke, $2 an hour, right? right. With all the degrees right. that we have. Why is that? Why are we not changing that? Why do other people that don't even have that impact that doesn't touch the hearts and minds of students are getting so much money, but we're, as teachers, we're getting $2 an hour. Why are we still doing that? What do you think? What are your thoughts? My thoughts are simple. How much importance are they putting on on your teachers? How much importance, how long has that been going on? Forever, it seems like. Exactly. So what does that tell you? The trend is teachers don't deserve the money, right? They think. Teachers don't deserve the money. In reality, my my children go to school. Why would I not want the teacher that's there is paid right, taken care of, and do do everything that she can to make sure my children get the proper education? But now you got a guy here what, or a girl that doesn't have anything to do with, and I know we all matter, without a doubt, but that doesn't have anything to do with the education. They get paid three times as much. 10 times as much. Okay. Like I've seen them. I've seen. Yeah. Did you see my post the other day? Uh, Well, you might've not. They, they offered me the opportunity to go talk before my oldest daughter, which is seven years old classmates about what I do, how I do it. And I walked in there and I'm pretty good at speaking because I don't, I'm not shy. I'm, you know, I can make things flow. I do pretty good. And I walked in there, and it was like, whoa, this is, this is serious here. And I'm here talking to seven, eight-year-old children, and I'm trying to think, how am I going to put the words together so that they can understand what I'm trying to convey? And I was only trying to convey one thing, letting them know that they do have value, that they do have opportunities in life, that never accept the no to chase the yes, and then if you do get the no, it's only the next opportunity for you to receive the yes and that get your education. Listen to your parents. I tried to get so much information in there, but I had to break it down. And at first, I felt like, wow, this is more pressure than I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and then once I started getting into it and I started looking at their faces and I started engaging with them, I said, yeah, this is what we need to do. We need more of this here. This is what we need to do because now they're starting to see, hey, what this guy's saying, it's starting to get in their minds. And it, it, it was an experience that I'll never forget because I was never asked to come in. I don't even think they had that. So as soon as they said it, I jumped all over it. I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to go talk to kids. I want children to understand that they don't have to be brought down, that they have the opportunities that they're going to create for themselves. So I wanted to expand your mind in that aspect of it. And that was one of the best things I've done in my life. 
And it, it, I didn't get, I, I don't charge for that. And it was one of the best experiences and speaking experience I've had in a long time. And that's what teachers feel when we make a difference to the kids' right. lives and minds exactly. and hearts. And that's why I say, even though I don't get paid that much, again, my husband tells me, what? you're getting $2 an hour and you work so hard. Yeah. It's because of that feeling of change and giving back to the community. I have passion for people like yourself. I have passion for forgetting my podcast. I don't change. I don't have anything like that. I just want give. I call it my give juju back, like just good vibes, you know, and inspiring people that it doesn't matter where you come from. We are on the same living field. It's a matter of you inside wanting it bad enough to change. No one can change you. No one except you, except you. And and, and you bring that up because I had a, I coached a, a person like last week for about two hours. And the first thing that they told me, but I want to be like you. And I said, no, no, no. I'm Joseph Gonzalez. I'm me. I'm unique. I'm original, but you are so-and-so you're unique. You're original. You want to be the best version of yourself every single day. I'm going to give you my ideas that can facilitate the process, but the choices and decisions have to come from you. And you have to take it under yourself to make the changes in your life, to make the better choices, and to be consistent on a regular basis so you can get over to where you want to go. And I have, like, unlimited uh, exercises that I use <clears throat> with all of my coaching, the, the techniques, the strategies. So I gave them, you know, like, I'd say six of them so that they can use on a regular basis. And... I see them, they're all LinkedIn, and I see them posting exactly what I've taught them to do. So to me, that's that's a win-win for us because if I can empower, if I can motivate, if I can drive, if I can inspire, if I can put passion into everybody to be the best self, their best version, that's a win-win. That's what I'm here for. That's what I love to do. That's what I live for. Awesome. Now, if you were one thing that you would want the audience to know, like, some type of tools or added value that they can use today to encourage them to empower themselves and stay in that positive note, what would it be? Well, one of the, one of the, the exercises that I use is called BTB, break the barriers. The first barrier they have to take the break is their mental barrier. That's the first thing they have to break. Once they break the mental barrier, then I give them a, the three eyes that I use as well. It's called, I can, I will, I must. So I tell them to repeat those three eyes 30 consecutive days. Every morning, close your eyes, stand in front of the mirror, and you say, I can, I will, I must. I can, I will, I must. 30 complete days. And 99.9% of the time after the 30 days, they call me back and they say, I can, I will, I must. So it's ingrained in their mind. So it's an exercise that I use that's been so effective with everybody that I've coached that I've put it into my program. I put it on my PowerPoints. When I go to talk to organizations, I use it as well, and it's helped out countless amount of people. And to me, it's value yourself. Don't let anybody dictate yourself. Another phrase that I use is don't change your surroundings. Change their role in your life. So in other words, if you're surrounded right now, let's say you have five people around you, and we all know you're you're uh, X amount of percent of the five people that you have around you. If you have five people around you and three are good and the other two are not, you don't have to get mad at them. On the contrary, hey, great, great. But in your mind, you already know that you're going to change their role in your life because they're not going to take you to where you want to go. They're trying to bring you back in to that negative mindset, the negative thoughts, the negative ideas. While you're trying to get ahead, they're trying to hold you down. 
So you don't have to get mad. You don't have to be disrespectful or rude. But you and your mind already know that their role is going to start changing in your life because you're going in another direction and they're not going to help you get there. So you have to move on. And at times it's tough because at times it's family, at times it's friends. But you know what? Is it you or is it them? I can't let anybody drag me down. That's just not in my DNA. That's not going to happen. I'm set one way. I made the choices early on to get away from my environment and take this environment on. And that's my passion. It's my purpose. It's my mission. It's my vision. And nothing can stop me from getting to where I want to go. And I'm going to change the world. One person, one platform at a time. <laughs> one person. At a, and, and I spoke in front of 150 people one day. And I put up a sign. I'm going to change the world. And they looked at me like if I was crazy. And I said, yeah. And I said, how many of you guys think that you guys can change the world? Maybe one person raised their hand. I said, I'm going to show you how you guys can change the world mm -hmm. or have a huge impact on the world. Mm -hmm. How's that? I said, well, I'm going to get up and I'm going to say hi to this young lady right here. Hey, how you doing? Everything's okay? Good. Okay, now she's going to do it to the person next to her. The person next to her is going to do it to her. So before we finished, everybody had said hi and was kind to 150 people. We just changed the world. We had an impact on that world that day. We just, we were kind to 150 people that you might have never even said hi to today. So imagine if they go out and start saying it to everybody else. It's the pyramid effect. Eventually, everybody starts to be kind or at least has one kind gesture provided to them on a daily basis. It will impact the world. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Right now, I started my podcast two months ago. Kind of no direction. I, I had some direction, but I didn't expect it to be where people actually there's like seven countries listening to it now about 500 downloads awesome. in, in two months so i'm like okay i'm doing good i just need to because my goal is not anything but to give good information and inspire people exactly. right just inspire yeah, people to be nice to be kind to to tell me about your story and how you got here and what are you doing to make an impact right. in the world and you said i'm gonna change the world i'm like hey sign me up because i'm changing the world one podcast at a time, just That's giving right. them, you know, information that they can use. And thank you for that information. I appreciate your time today. No, it's fantastic. Look, there's no wrong information. Everybody mm -hmm. tries to categorize the information that we're providing. There's no wrong information for the simple fact that it doesn't matter if I say it, you say it, or anybody say it. It's still information that you choose to listen to it and use it for value. Or if you don't think it's a value, you can throw it away. But it's still information that you've gathered today that you might have not known yesterday that can add value. Or you can discard it and keep on moving to the next piece of information. All information is good. True, true. Any last bit, any type of value you want to add before we end today? I'm always big on the self-worth, Constance. And I repeat it a lot because a lot of the people that I coach are exactly that. They don't value themselves. And I've always stood up and said, why don't you value yourself? And then they'll go off with a bunch of questions. So just to cut it short, I said, everybody values himself. Everybody is unique. Everybody is original. Everybody is superior. Everybody is identical, but extremely different. And we all have a value in this world. So live up to your own value. Be the best version of yourself. And don't let anybody dictate your surroundings. You dictate the surroundings that you're in involved in. So that would be my best piece of advice right now. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate my you. My pleasure. All right. Have awesome. a good day. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Have a good day. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to my podcast today. If you want to be a guest on my podcast or have questions, email me at levelupbydocleland at gmail.com. Docleland spells D-O-C-L-E-Y-L-A-N-D at gmail.com. I will see you soon in my next episode. Stay connected, informed, and inspired. Until next time. Thank you.